Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio, how are you doing? Doing good, Henry. It's a nice day. It's a nice day to chill and relax. Excellent. And I am also joined by Christian Diadamo. Christian, how are you doing? I am doing very well, Henry. Thank you. I've been uh, talking with my sister who lives on the East Coast. And over here in California, though, it's like 60 and bright outside. But over on the East Coast, it is like about a foot of snow everywhere. So. Wow. So consider us fortunate. Very. It is February 4th, 2021. And yeah, while it's... Uh, stormy and dreadful over on the east coast over here on the west coast uh, we got uh, sunshine and mild temperatures so can't complain winter yes yes indeed all right so today we're going to talk some punisher i'm looking forward to this um before we do that um a bit of news you know maybe to balance out the marvel we got some dc news Zack Snyder's Justice League, a.k.a. the Snyder Cut, uh, has been announced to release on March 18th, 2021, just a month or so away. And it has been announced to be rated R and to clock in at a whopping four hours. So some interesting news here. Um, What do you guys think? I know we're all looking forward to checking this out but uh uh, with this latest news um what do you guys think what do you guys think about the rated r Uh, that was kind of a surprise to me any thoughts there i think it sounds about right for Zack snyder like the bvs like director's cut was like three and a half hours roughly and that was also rated r so this is uh this is actually around what i expected for the snyder cut Ah, so there is precedence here. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. But in retrospect, yeah, it's it shouldn't be a surprise. But that that's kind of got me excited. Uh, rated R. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I just feel like that means that like there is, like I feel like the rated R kind of gave like Snyder the complete control that he wanted, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get like his vision and no restraint on like any creative differences and that kind of stuff so it just makes me like more excited like we're going to totally see a whole nother film than what we saw and i'm really excited to see how this vision turned out yeah i'm getting a sense that this is going to be you know a completely uncut uncensored uh you know uh creative vision version of this movie right i mean there's a huge runtime it's rated r and um you know it's releasing way after the theatrical release so yeah obviously it's going to be a lot different uh so i'm super curious you know i'm really wondering what we're going to get here so we're going to find out soon though okay let's dive right into it the Punisher. Uh, so we all watched the 2008 film 
Punisher Warzone altogether last week. And we're going to talk about that. Um, but man, the Punisher is such a controversial figure. And I feel like it's worth talking about the character a bit first before we jump over into that particular movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, there's, there's just so much we could potentially talk about here. We'll try to keep it focused initially and then kind of see where it goes. But, um, you know, I think a big reason why we wanted to discuss the character is uh, the Capitol Hill riot recently, right? It came out that a lot of the rioters were wearing the Punisher skull, right? And it got a lot of people wondering, ourselves included, why? <laughs> you know, why were these nut jobs wearing Punisher gear? You know, um, so the, 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 the legacy of the Punisher is long and controversial. Uh, so maybe we can just kind of get into it a bit. There's no way we're going to get through like the full history on, on the skull and all the controversies. Um, but I think it's worth talking about a bit. Yeah. So maybe we can start there, like this symbol and the Punisher himself. Why is the Punisher so popular amongst certain groups, uh, certain groups like the military, like the police, and certainly with militia types, like we've seen uh, in the, the, the storming of Capitol Hill. Um, any, any theories here we can kind of uh, freeform discuss a bit, but um, why is this country so obsessed with Frank Castle, AKA the Punisher? My two cents is that, like, you know, these groups, um, like the military, the police, the the alt-right, I feel like they, they use the logo to justify their needs, like, to use, like, brute force and, like, their, um, have, like, their own agenda to, um, to do, like, what they want, what they think is right. And they're just like kind of like comparing their beliefs with like the the influence or not so much the influence, but like the creation of Punisher, like Frank Castle. Like Frank Castle, he's the anti-hero. He's not a good guy. He's not a bad guy. He just tries to give um get rid of criminals off the street. And that means like taking like shedding blood on his own hands going above the law like that's what he'll do and yeah. that's what all these groups are trying to do so much like to justify their needs just go above the law um and do what they think is right right on what about you christian any thoughts on why this country is so obsessed with this character hmm. well i guess um to add on to i guess Porfirio's point uh, I guess two other parts, I think, of the Punisher's personality that I guess really resonates. Um, maybe not, you know, first with that kind of the the alt-right and the far-right, but as well as, I guess, the general public are, are I guess, two, two things. Guns and his military background. Mm -hmm. um, America loves guns, and a lot of people, a lot of Republicans and people on the right really love guns. I've definitely heard the phrase, uh, like, I'm 2A, I, meaning Second Amendment. 
Um, mm-hmm. And they're really into gun ownership, and and you know, many are on the, you know, part of the NRA as well. And I think that and the military background. Uh, Frank Castle, in his original um, incarnation, was a Vietnam veteran, and in the in the Punisher TV, sh- you know, the series, he was in I think the Iraq War. Um, I think he was in Iraq. He it may have been somewhere else, or they may have just not said it. Um, but he he is a vet, which is you know it's very relatable. There's a lot of people in in the military, and um, in the military itself, like you know he that really struck a chord. I think you know in his original incarnation, in, you know the mid seventies. It's kind of one of the original reasons why he really took off. People saw his background that they saw a superhero who was like them. And I think, you know, superheroes are are characters that we see ourselves in. Like, there's a lot of times when I do really relate to, say, like, Peter Parker and his struggles. Like, I was definitely a nerd in high school. And, uh, well, I'm still a nerd now. But there's a lot of relatability with these characters as Yep. Really, like, Frank Castle's, like, his struggle, in a way, his, like, you know, he lost something that's very near and dear to him. And, you know, people, of course, people have families that they really care about as well. They don't want to, they don't want to lose them. So I guess, in a more general sense, those are, I think, two uh, two other areas that really have resonated with Frank Castle. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. Uh, like Go ju- just going off really fast what Christian said, I feel like, and if you don't resonate with say, um, Frank Castle, that's what led to the popularity of the Punisher. You know, he was just like a one-sided character who's created like in a Spider-Man series, but then like, given his background about like being like a vet, um, and just like, you know, he came out of a time where like people like when comics where everybody loved the violence everybody loved the blood and gore and punisher yeah like he went above the above and beyond the law and he like shot killed anyone he wanted and people i guess like you know they just love violence they like to escape the the like some kind of reality just like be entertained you know yeah that's a great point preferio yeah, the origins of the character are interesting, right? He first appeared in a Spider-Man comic. And as I understand it, he wasn't supposed to appear beyond that single comic, right? But um, there was something about him. Readers just really loved this character. I think I think there's a couple things there. I think the, the character design was like super cool, right? The, the skull on the chest is just like, it really is striking. But the other thing is what we've been talking about. He, he's a gun-toting bad motherfucker, you know? And this country loves nothing more than that, you know? Um, uh, I mean, they, it, it's it, like, you know, this country loves guns, period, right? Uh, so it just caught on. Um, but yeah, going back to what you're saying, Christian, yeah, I definitely agree. You know, this character is relatable. He has no superpowers. He carries guns, like... Um, and, and he lives by this code, right? I think that's a big appeal of the character too, right? Especially with military and police. Like military and police carry guns 
and they live by a code. Like, you know, th th this, this character in a lot of ways is, is sort of meant for, for them, right? Um, and with the, the alt-right angle, I was, I, I've always struggled with like, why is a character that I love so much really embraced by these like crazies out there, right? But the more I think about it, it kind of makes sense there too, because um, with the Punisher, it's, it's a character that's really born of, of anger and hatefulness and vengeance, right? Like just the dark side of, of humanity. Um, it's not your typical superhero, like Spider-Man who is like, wants to do good. Captain America, Superman, they're, 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 they're trying to, to do the right thing, right? And, and they're trying to be good people. Uh, this, is, this is a person driven by hate, by, by revenge, you know? Um, and what we see with these militia types, these Capitol Hill rioters, etc., they are driven by hate, you know? They're angry people. Uh, so, you know, on that front, I, I can understand that that they would latch on to a character like this, right? Uh, so, yeah, I think I think it does make sense. You know, at first it is it, it is a bit strange, like especially people like us who who who've gotten to to know the Punisher uh, through comics and fandom. You know, it's, it's it's a totally different entryway to the character, right? So it's it's kind of interesting for people like us to sort of like analyze like why are these other groups that we have very little connection to, uh, why would they embrace the character also, right? Pretty interesting stuff. So we talked a bit about the relatability of the Punisher. He's very relatable. A lot of people in the country around the world um, can relate to this character and we've talked a lot before previously about how that's kind of a strong point with Marvel, right? They are able to create characters that are incredibly re relatable, that people we can identify with, you know? Um, but with the Punisher, it almost seems like he's maybe a little too real. He's too relatable. Um, do you think Marvel has taken this whole rela relatability thing too far with the Punisher based on what we've seen, um, you know, in real life, what, what has happened, people wearing Punisher skulls and, and doing terrible things. Any thoughts about that? Uh, you know, my take is I don't think Marvel's done anything other than the fact that they just like made a character and wrote comics about him. Um, it's what, how people take that um, that character and what they do with it without message, you know, that uh, that you know gets lost in translation and everything. Yeah, that's a good point. Like um, <clears throat> uh, the the co-creator who is kind of most synonymous for creating the Punishers, Jerry Conway, and I don't think anyone is is pointing any fingers at him and like blaming him for creating this monster, you know? Um, and I, I agree, Perfirio, that, you know, like Mar Marvel is, isn't to blame for um, a lot of 
questionable groups uh, embracing the skull and the character, right? Um, but it does beg the question, though, that now that the Punisher has been embraced by a lot of questionable organizations, should Marvel do something? Should they cancel the Punisher? Uh, should they take any kind of action? What do you guys think about that? Hmm. As far as, like, canceling the Punisher... Um... You know, that, that is something I, 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 I guess I probably could get behind, uh, at least for the time being, personally. Um, I'm not sure, I guess, as far as, like, uh, running comics. I don't think they have any running comics of The Punisher. Um, and, of course, there's, like, the Netflix series that uh, and, like, all the Netflix shows have been in limbo for, you know, a few years now. And uh, I'm not sure how well the movies did. Uh, Punisher, Punisher Warzone, and the Dolph Lundgren. Uh, and so while there is, like, demand for this character, and people do love this character, as far as, like, um, like popular Marvel properties and, like, you know, popular long-running Marvel properties, which we, uh, we all know there's a, there's a lot of, I definitely think he's, like, a character they can kind of just let sit at the wayside for the time being. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe right now not run in comics but i don't think he should be canceled mm -hmm. i think if marvel does want to separate like you know like um i mean this would have to take like a big stance by marvel to do so but if they want to separate like that influence that like police uh, that gives policemen are the alt right they would have to address that whether it be like a police or a press statement, or just let the comic speak for itself, which have been done in the past, you know. I think it was, like, two years ago during a Punisher series, the Punisher did um, come into hands with, like, the police, and the police were like, oh, yeah, we look up to you because we, um, we do, like, the exact same thing like you do, and the, and the Punisher's like, I'm nothing like you. Like, you took an oath to uphold the law and I'm doing the exact opposite like um you're like he didn't straight up say like you're crooked or anything but just like there's only so much you can do and then there's me and even the Punisher acknowledges that like he's not like a good guy or a bad guy he just takes matters into his own hand you know but yeah so if Marvel wants to like continue or if they ever like yeah, like they if they want to continue writing stories about the Punisher or making future projects featuring Frank Castle, I think that that would be a good thing to note to just like see that in the in a plot line, like that kind of um clarification and separation between the two groups. Mm -hmm. If if Marvel wants to do, like, take a stance like that, you know? Because even taking a stance like that, that's, like, very... There's a lot of economical risk doing that because you, you could lose, like, a whole fan base with people who look up to this character, you know? Yeah, definitely good points. Um, yeah, I do agree that whatever happens... Marvel should probably 
chill with this character for a bit, you know, um, you know, don't put out a, a new Punisher series next month. Um, maybe not even have him appear in other, other people's series for a little while. You know, that's probably a good idea. But yeah, I also agree that they shouldn't cancel this character outright. That could be a huge mistake, you know. Um, if they made this a big announcement, like, oh, in support of of Black Lives Matter and in support of of uh, of of what you know happened on Capitol Hill, we're canceling this character. I, I think that'd be the worst possible thing because guess what? There there would be a lot of angry people in this country, and you know, um, like, there's already a problem with a big divide in America, you know, that would just further the divide, right? And it wouldn't stop people from wearing the skulls anyway, right? They would probably say, well, fuck Marvel, like we're claiming the skull, you know, we're, we're going to make the Punisher ours now, you know? Uh, so yeah, I think just quietly, maybe Marvel just not do Punisher stuff for a while. I think that's probably the best way to go. And then, yeah, maybe in the future, um, they could revisit uh, me like what you mentioned Perfirio, that's a good idea like a, a responsible depiction of the character um yeah like that could be good and i like what you said christian also um you know the punisher kind of there's there's been a lot of content there's been three movies there's been uh two seasons of a tv show and um you know the, the character is already in danger of being like uh, kind of overexposed anyway. So, I, and that's a good time to just kind of chill with it, I think, right? Okay, so, so yeah, I think, I think we're in a good place to, to jump into the Punisher war zone, yeah? Well, before we do that, any, any last thoughts about, about the, the controversial side of the character? Um, is there anything else that jumps out to you uh it, it, i just bring this up because it, it's a pretty unique character like this this character has been in the co public conscious consciousness for quite some time and and a lot of times not for the best reasons you know um yeah maybe i'll list some of the the news where where the items that have come out through the years um so i'm sure everyone remembers the the vegas shooting in 2017 um, now, just just to be clear, the shooter wasn't like a, a Punisher fan or he didn't do it in the name of Frank Castle or some shit like that. Uh, I just bring it up because as a result of that shooting, uh, a New York Comic Con Punisher panel was canceled. And um, a lot of people speculate that the, uh, the first season of the Netflix Punisher show was postponed as well. It's not verified, but there is uh, um, some suspicion there too. Uh, so yeah, a lot of times with shootings in this country and violent acts, um, somehow the Punisher is part of it, whether it's someone wearing a skull or, or uh, people talking about the character as being like a negative influence. Um, yeah. Any thoughts? Like, maybe that's a good question. Uh, the Punisher, like, is is the Punisher a bad influence? Is it a bad thing that this character exists? 
I mean, I don't think so. He's a fictional character that gives entertainment value. You know, if you're going to cancel the Punisher, like, like, he's, like I said, entertainment, built for entertainment. If you're going to cancel the Punisher, you have to cancel other, like, um, similar entertainment um, products like Call of Duty, Halo, um, other, like, violent content on, like, mm-hmm. TV and video games and films. You, you'd have to cancel, like, let me see, uh, what's his name? Um, like, someone like Black Widow or Falcon, you know? They're gun carriers, you know? Yeah, so where do you draw the line, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, where do you... It's just entertainment value, and I guess like what how people take that—that's like an individual kind of responsibility that people have to take. It's not like you know if these people get arrested or whatever, you can't be like you, you like it wouldn't stand in, in a trial like, oh, I did it because Frank Castle did it, you know? Yeah, yeah, like that wouldn't be like a good strong argument, you know? That's a really good point. You know, yeah, yeah. I I was thinking along these lines about the the responsibility behind this character. You know, is it irresponsible for Marvel to to publish a comic book that has a vigilante killer who who kills criminals with with guns? You know, Um, absolutely not. I don't think so. Um, An argument could be made that oh you know well you're 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 causing people to have this mentality you know and um maybe maybe not even on a conscious level subconsciously the punisher is like causing people to to want to become vigilantes etc but i mean i've never subscribed to that you know um at some point we have to take responsibility of our own lives, right? We have to be able to distinguish fact from fiction, you know, like, you know, a lot of times, like with questions like, like this, I, I kind of like dig deep within myself. Like I love the Punisher character. So it makes me think like, am I, am I like deep down kind of a psychopath or like, do I really want to like buy a gun and like kill people? And, um, you know, I think I've asked myself this question enough to know that the answer is no. <laughs> like, I know that I'm not that person. Like, um, oh, so quick little story. Um, I, I have fired a gun before, like one and one time only. Like one of my coworkers uh, at the time, this is several years ago, but he, he was kind of into guns. Um, so he took us, you know, took a group of coworkers out to, to a shooting range, right? And um, I got to fire um, a, a rifle for you know a few rounds, um, and uh, it kind of scared the hell out of me, to be honest, you know. And uh, it, it was one of those things like, okay, that's like life experience. I've done it. I could say I've done it. Kind of cool. Kind kind of exciting, sure, but mostly scary. And I, I'm good. Like, I don't need to touch a gun for the rest of my life, I feel. Um, it's just very weird because, like, 
I love the Punisher. I, I love like John Woo movies. I love John Wick movies and the the Matrix and stuff. Like, but like I have no desire to pick up a real gun, right? So I, I think that, that all all I'm saying is, you know, I think people really need to distinguish fact from fiction, and I think people can do that. I think people are are like reasonable enough to know that they can watch a Punisher movie and not feel this burning desire to like pick up a gun and kill people. Right. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a heavy story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, nothing happened. Oh, by the, by the way, by the way, my first time shooting and uh, I think my first couple shots were off, but one of my shots, definitely a kill shot <laughs> I, I nailed that sucker man so and that, that, and that was maybe more, uh, the, the scariest part of it all that like here's here's a guy who's untrained put a gun in my hand i could potentially kill someone right so <laughs> pretty freaking scary right yeah yeah i mean uh like okay it's kind of similar story not really but like um i mean i know there are days where i'm just like you know, especially like back in my junior high days where I was just like hella like tired and stressed out. I guess just like, you know, I was a teenager full of anger. How else can I release that anger? Go and play a video game and play Halo and shoot people. But I would never want to do it in real life. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, like that's the closest thing that I would ever with my say that I was influenced by anger, but that's it. I swear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could argue that by playing first person shooters or watching violent movies is kind of cathartic in a way. You're getting it out of your system or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's like the opposite effect of what people are saying, right? Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty deep issue. We could probably go all night with it. Um, but I think generally our stance is that the Punisher, you know, as a character is not, is, is not behind, you know, the, all the, the ills of society right now, right? Um, you, you can't blame all the school shootings on the Punisher. You can't blame the Capitol Hill riot on the Punisher, you know? Um, but we can definitely watch and enjoy Punisher movies and TV shows. Uh, so let's shift gears here. Let's talk about Punisher Warzone. So again, we watched this all together last week. And um, yeah, this is, this is a movie I feel like not a whole lot of people talk about because not a whole lot of people saw the movie. <laughs> you know, it was a big bust at the the box office you know this is in uh 2008 and you know 2008 saw the release of iron man and the dark knight you know so superhero shit was like in full swing but but uh no one really watched this movie in the theaters and then i don't even know if a lot of people watched it subsequently but we definitely watched it last week and uh yeah Let's get into it. Now, uh, Christian, this was your first time watching this movie last week, correct? 
Yes, it was. <laughs> okay, so maybe we'll start with you. What were your initial thoughts on uh, this movie? Um, so, like, I guess going into the movie, I was not really sure what to expect at all. Um, it's kind of, yeah, this and the other Punisher movies that largely flew under the radar for me. And, like, I've never be really been much of a Punisher fan, although I did, you know, and, you know, I like the series. I liked him in uh, Daredevil Season 2. And I wasn't really sure what to expect. Now, I found Punisher Warzone to be, like, absolutely hilarious and like really campy and yeah i i actually really enjoyed it um as far as like um i guess did i think it was good like did i think it was just a good solid movie um outside of entertainment value uh, i'm not so sure like it's so like over the top campy the performances yeah. are like extremely hammy and the, there's like some very disjointed dialogue kind of throughout that like yeah it like makes me kind of go ah what <laughs> or makes me laugh in like kind of an ironic way like like there there's quite a few scenes where like that are funny but i'm not sure if they're they're meant to be funny in a way but overall yeah. it was it was actually quite a ride Yeah, I definitely agree with a lot of what you just said there. Um, what about you, Perferio? I know you had seen this before, but uh, upon revisiting, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, like very similar to Christian, I enjoyed it a lot. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I enjoyed it a lot. I had like a good time. I was laughing. Um, I knew it was a movie that you can, it, it did take itself seriously. And it felt like I was watching a comic book film. Like, you could totally see the scenes being played out in a comic book. Like, yeah. something like Punisher riding the freaking chandelier around the circle, shooting bad guys, and yeah. nothing's happening to him. Or, like, um, like Jigsaw saying, like, the stupidest, like, one-liners because his <laughs> face is all messed up and everything. Yeah. Like... It's just like, you're just like, oh my gosh, like this is so campy and fun and stupid, but I'm, I love what I'm seeing here. Yeah. That's a good point. It is very comic book feeling, right? I think it's a really good contrast with the Netflix show where the Netflix show is really rooted in realism, right? It, it feels super realistic. Um, you know, the John Barenthal Punisher feels like a real person, you know. Um, the criminals look like real criminals. The shootouts look like real shootouts. Like, you know, e even in comparison to other Netflix shows, it feels even more realistic than those. Like with like a show like, the, like Daredevil, you know, you still get like a costumed superhero, but you don't get that in The Punisher. Everyone looks like a real person in, in that TV show. But this movie is very different, you know? It feels like it's really ripped from the pages of the comic books, you know? Um, exactly what you're saying. There is like this surreal factor. Um, oh, and we didn't mention before, but yeah, spoiler alert, we're gonna do some plot spoilers for the movie. Um, but yeah, that opening scene, which is like pretty damn awesome, very exciting. 
um, it does have some pretty unrealistic stuff. Like you said, Perferio, like there's a shot of the Punisher swinging upside down on a chandelier, <laughs> spinning in like a 360 motion, <laughs> shooting down bad guys, right? It's kind of ridiculous, but super entertaining at the same time. Um, but yeah, and also the, the opening credits, actually they look like comic book panels, right? It was, it was really made to give a comic book feel to it. Um, and in that respect, I think it works pretty well because yes, the movie is campy and kind of goofy and not very realistic, but the fact that they frame it as you're watching a live action comic book, uh, it, it kind of fits, right? It kind of, it kind of makes sense. Uh, oh, another another thing I wanted to mention about like the the Netflix show comparison. Um, I think it's cool that there's there's a place for both. Like, okay, if you want realism, if you want a, a more serious story, then yeah, the Netflix show is for you. And also, I would say if you want just like like a quick concentrated dose of the punisher like this is this movie is for you right because with the punisher tv show i mean there are two seasons but even if we're talking one season you got to sit through like what 10 plus hours of content you know it's, it's a lot to get through it's like the, the whole slow burn thing like if you want like okay i want like a hundred minutes of like ultra violent punisher action this is the movie you want to see okay um yeah, we probably shouldn't get into the other Punisher movies too much, but I find I find that uh, this is the only Punisher movie that I can like advocate. Like the other two are just they're just they're, they're not good. Uh, so <laughs> so if you're gonna if you if you if you need that, like a hundred minute like hit a Punisher like th this is for you. This is the movie for you. This this is uh this is the movie you're looking for. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, yeah, let's, well, we didn't talk about some of the stuff we enjoyed. Like, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll continue on that. Like, what, what are some, some more, like, highlights of the movie? Are there specific scenes, uh, specific characters that uh, you guys enjoyed watching this movie? Hmm. I think uh, as far as scenes, my, I think my personal favorite scene in the movie, um, like, it just made me just burst out laughing is when um there's some guys uh, I, for, I forget what they what they did but they commit a crime and they're they just start like running up buildings and doing like parkour yes. there's like this like really energetic rise against song that's playing in the background <laughs> and they're jumping from building to building and they're doing flips and one guy does a flip and then the punisher just shoots a rocket launcher out of midair and like hits him when he's mid flip and there's this yeah. giant explosion of blood <laughs> everywhere <laughs> and it comes out of nowhere like that and you don't see it coming and because it's so quick i just started laughing really hard yeah. uh and there's a lot of scenes like that where it's like you got this like really like kind of early 2000s song going you got some action and then like the film just like really turns up everything to 11 yeah in these moments yeah definitely over the top yeah uh, real quick on that the parkour scene i agree super hilarious 
love it so much. Um, yeah, I, I love how it's it's kind of set up to be like a showdown between this parkour gang versus the Punisher. You know, I think there is like a little bit of dialogue earlier saying, oh, these guys are, they're bad news, right? They're really dangerous. And then you see the Punisher kind of gearing up. <clears throat> and you think there's going to be like some intricate, like hand-to-hand -hand fight or something, right? But basically it's just the guy getting blown up by a rocket launcher, you know, that it's so good. And um, I, I've heard that that scene kind of came out of the fact that parkour was starting to get overused in action movies. And, and the scene was kind of a statement on like, let's forget all this nonsense, you know, just blow them up. So, so great. Um, yeah. Any, any other uh, scenes uh, jump out to you guys? Any other moments? Wait. Not, um, I don't a scene doesn't come to mind right now, but similar to that scene, Christian, like, I love the music choices that they have for mm -hmm. the soundtrack. Like, you hear Rise Against, you hear Nickelback, and, like, I was just, like, it just took me back to a moment when I was, like, you know, the teenage boy, like, playing video games, like, violent video games also, you know? And I was just, like, yeah, yes, like... <laughs> die <laughs> but um i was so i was having a little moment but i i, I really loved the soundtrack to the, the punisher like it was really like an early 2000s um rock vibe that i was like yeah i'm leaving my teenage years again <laughs> <laughs> nice and oh i wanted to comment on the violence in this movie it is a very violent movie but it's violent in a way that is so over the top that it's it's not really hard to watch violence you know it, it's almost like so like over the top that it's just like cartoonish in a way right um it, this movie it made me think of this line in uh have you guys seen uh this movie hot fuzz by edgar wright yeah yeah so <laughs> there, there's there's a, a line uh the nick frost character asks the Simon Pegg character, is there a part of a man's brain where if you shoot it, it blows up? <laughs> and and the answer the, to that question in this movie, in Punisher Warzone, is a resounding yes, because we see like heads blowing up all over the place in this movie where it's just, you know, the Punisher's using like a pistol or, you know, maybe a machine gun, but some of the headshots are just like, blood like spurting out almost like a balloon popping filled with ketchup or something you know it's like completely out of control and uh it's a lot of fun you know like uh the the, the realistic violence yeah it can be uh hard to take in other movies and shows but when it's over the top like this it, it kind of becomes so ridiculous that you can't help but laugh and just enjoy the ride right mm-hmm yeah, the, like the very last line of the movie, like the very last scene, there's the um, the cop character who's going to take Punisher out for a drink and he starts getting mugged and he goes and Frank shows up and, you know, you hear the shot, it cuts to black and you just hear, oh, no, I got brains on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the level of humor we're dealing with here. <laughs> uh, so... 
yeah, maybe we can talk about the characters a little bit. Um, you know, I think, you know, we talked about a lot of the positives, the fun parts of the movie. I think uh, the lead, uh, Ray Stevenson, I think he's a pretty cool Punisher, you know? Um, you know, we've been talking about how, like, the movie isn't very realistic. The Punisher himself is not very realistically portrayed here. Uh, but I think it's a pretty cool performance. It's very different from the Berenthal performance, right? The Berenthal performance is is really like uh, loud, right? He, he's he's growling all the time. Um, he's he's really emotional, right? Uh, the Ray Stevenson Punisher is like stoic as hell. Like he barely says anything. He barely shows any emotion at all, um, and he's just kind of a cool customer, right? Um, and and like going to that whole comic book thing, he, he he does feel like the comic book Punisher in a lot of ways, right? Um, I don't know so much about the other characters in the movie. <laughs> like, like, I thought the Punisher was cool, but like, yeah, maybe we can talk about the villains a little bit. Like, curious uh, on your guys' end, what you thought about uh, Jigsaw and Looney Bin Jim, who are the the main two villains here. <laughs> um jigsaw yeah he was like i said all these characters are like something you find off a comic book like like him and his brother like you know like jigsaw's associates just kept tell kept telling him like your brother is whack he's out of control like yeah. he's a loose cannon and Jigs was like, what are you talking about? He's fine. And like, he's like going, he's like, he's like throwing himself at the mirrors and breaking them. So Jigsaw doesn't see his reflection, you know? And, you know, you're just like, oh my gosh, like these guys, like how, you know, they're supposed to be A-list villains, according to the FBI. You know, they can't, <laughs> they can't get a hold of this guy. They can't arrest him, you know? But, um. Like, I had fun with it. Compared to, like, the Netflix one, like, that Jigsaw, you're just, like, I swear, when I... Because, you know, I saw this movie before the Netflix ones, and I was kind of expecting the same thing. But, like, the Netflix Jigsaw was kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? Bland compared to mm -hmm. this one. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah, these two villains are very over the top. And it, I mean, we're talking about a very over the top movie in the first place, but even even more so with these villains, I think. I think maybe too much. So they felt too cartoonish to me. Um, really, really just o overdone. <laughs> I think the acting is way over the top. Um, and it's just really goofy. Like the Jigsaw character has this crazy East Coast accent that is just like, way exaggerated you know like no one talks like this basically um yeah the looney bin jim character holy crap like he is it, it's almost embarrassing like like a a, a um a, a someone with mental illness like it, it's almost like an embarrassment to, to, to mental illness this character because like no no one acts like this like he he's he's supposed to be a person with mental illness and it's just like i mean the acting is, is is so over the top that it's just it's just it's just ridiculous almost embarrassing in, in a lot of ways um so yeah i wasn't i wasn't the biggest fan 
of the villains here. It does make the ending pretty satisfying when, when Punisher does take them out. But yeah, uh, not a huge fan of these guys. I will say one thing about Jigsaw um, I actually did really, really like was uh, the facial makeup that they had on him for, for Punisher Warzone. Um, like his face got really messed up and I, I enjoyed yeah. watching that. Where it's like, you know, in the Netflix series, it's just kind of a few scars and that's it. Yeah. Otherwise he looks, eh, he looks fine. Like it's just a few big scars. We're in this one, like. He's got scars all over his face. You can really see like a lot of like a lot of makeup done. <laughs> and so that I yeah. liked. He looked like he like he just he had a good look e even if, you know, he was like you know, way too over the top and had a comical accent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looked like the name Jigsaw fits better of him than yeah. the Netflix one. Yeah. That's a good point. And yes, he he is pretty scary looking in this movie. Definitely. It's, it's a hideous face for sure. So, um, you know, one thing I was thinking of too is, you know, I mentioned the uh, uh, responsibility of, of, uh, of the media here, you know, should, should the punishment be canceled, et cetera, et cetera, or the responsibility of people, you know, consuming this content, like all that stuff. You know, with this movie, I mean, as much as I enjoyed it, like, it, it has to be considered kind of irresponsibly done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, let's be honest that the the violence in the movie, you know, it is over the top and is cartoonish, but it is it is it's gratuitous. It is like the definition of gratuitous violence, right? Um, you know that that this is the movie that they set out to make. It's a it's a movie that they wanted to have like over the top gratuitous violence in, and they delivered it, you know. <laughs> um, but not only does it have gratuitous violence, but one thing that struck out to me is uh, the portrayal of the the gangs at the end of the movie. So the Jigsaw kind of assembles this army of criminals at the end that the Punisher has to take out in a in a very like satisfying like shootout scene i will say but these gangs are like you know he, he assembles like the irish gangs the asian gangs and the black gangs and like he just brings them all together right um and like all three gangs are are pretty i don't know problematically done right very stereotype and the, the characters in the gangs are not developed at all they're just just like kind of cookie cutter criminals um but there was one scene that that is pretty cringeworthy, I think, and that's when, you know, the Punisher is is uh, breaking into this building and he sees like taking on this army of criminals, right? And basically, he takes out the entire black gang all at once, right? So they're all in one room, like armed to the teeth, getting ready to take on the Punisher, and he just he fires like a rocket in the room and the entire room just blows up, right? So we're talking like like 30 young black men like just killed in an instant, right? Now, keep in mind, this is like pre-Black Lives Matter and everything. Um, but man, what a what a striking and, and disturbing image to see in the year 2021, right? It, it almost like is, is like... Uh, 
is like a scene that's saying black lives don't matter in a way, <laughs> kind of a, in, in a sad way, right? Um, I, yeah, you won't see stuff like this in a movie made nowadays. Uh, but as it is, I don't know, th- th- it just feels like there's a lot of problematic stuff going on in this movie, right? Um, so in terms of responsible filmmaking, I think there's quite a bit of irresponsible things going on here, right? Uh, I don't know, any any thoughts on your guys' end about like uh, uh, these sorts of things? I definitely agree. There's like, there's definitely like a lot of just like lines in here where um, you, or you hear it and you're like, ah, that, that definitely wouldn't fly today. Oh, you know, that is like, okay, that's, that's probably a little too far. Like it's, it's the criminals that, that kind of say these things. Mm-hmm. And um, of course they're, you know, they're bad guys and they're, they're in like these hard gangs, but um, like, yeah, you you definitely have that like that like er, that early two thousand sense of we're just gonna you know throw everything and just uh, fuck everybody else. We're gonna have this and we don't care and we don't care and we're just gonna yeah. make it as gratuitous as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it is something to keep in mind, right? Um, you know, I keep harping back to this fact that the violence in the movie is is kind of surreal and cartoony so that it's sort of more palatable but you know it, it's it's just it's, it's not something that we should strive for <laughs> gratuitous violence in movies you know um i don't know i kind of struggle with this you know the, I, I enjoy the movie so much and i feel like it's it's so true to the comic the, the punisher comics that like i grew up with that um I'm, I'm a bit torn you know um i will say this you know when you watch a movie like this uh know the creators of the movie and the creators of the punisher character shouldn't be you know demonized for promoting real life violence but at the same time you know you can you can be responsible viewers too like like when i say i like watching violent content um and i don't have violent tendencies um you know not all people are the same so if if you think you might be influenced by something like this or you 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 know someone who might be influenced like like a, like a like a kid so a young person like if you think oh maybe yeah, maybe maybe don't show your kids Punisher Warzone. You know, um, you can make responsible decisions like that, right? Um, yeah, I, I'd hate to say like, oh, I love this movie. You know, go watch it for Christmas with your family. You know, <laughs> not saying that exactly, right? Uh, so I think there, there's a, you know, there's a there's like a there's a caveat there, right? So you know, be responsible in your Punisher viewing. You know, enjoy it. Uh, but be responsible and also if if you're like like anti-guns anti-violence and anti-violence in media like okay yeah you know i understand like this is not your movie and uh please don't watch punisher warzone if that's the case right yeah um okay how about how about um i mean we're already talking about somewhat about like the negative aspects of the movie but 
Yeah. Anything else uh, you didn't dig so much about this? I don't know. Like, I, 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 it's hard to say what I, what's, I didn't like so much about it because it's a movie that didn't take itself seriously. It's a mm. movie that's really bad that's good. So it's hard to say like, that's bad, bad. You know, besides <laughs> like, being like politically correct or anything like that. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, Christian, do you have anything? I hmm. like. I guess, like, yeah, like the movie is pretty dated. Um, the movie is definitely like it doesn't take itself too seriously, but um, and I think that like e even though that like we had a lot of fun watching it, like I I never I guess, I guess personally while watching this movie I never really highly regarded anything that was I guess going on a, on screen the movie did does attempt like a few more serious topics at the beginning Frank Kill Castle accidentally kills an FBI agent mm -hmm. and you know he's he's ta he's like he wants to make make things right um, because that personally goes against his moral code and you know he he just did something terrible to this family and then he goes and like talks to the family and and brings the family like drug money that he he got from uh the shoot at the beginning of the movie and it's like a scene that like it, it it's like because it, it it turns up to 11 like you see Ray Stevenson with kind of this stoic performance but then the wife just shows up and puts a gun to to like the punisher's head while he's like talking to his like this like little kid yeah and like it, it's like the movie and like she like kind of like overacts a bit while she's like holding this gun and being in this real emotional moment and so like i think when the film wants to be a little more serious it doesn't it just doesn't always land mm -hmm. yeah i can see that that's a good point but also going off with that scene that you're talking about like you know that's kind of like you know, tying that back into what we were saying earlier in the conversation that, like, Punisher, he's, he's like a character where, like, he does something bad, and he acknowledges it, you know? Like, he killed an FBI agent, and he felt bad, because he was like, oh, man, I messed up. Yeah. Whereas, like, we were talking about earlier about, like, what's the difference between, like, these groups that um, take up the Punisher logo, like, they don't recognize when they're doing bad. They just like think like, oh, like I'm taking up the law into my own hands, whether that's right or wrong. And they don't acknowledge or yeah, they can't acknowledge or um, have like that sense of admittance to like when they do something wrong, you know, that responsibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, solid point, definitely. Okay, so you know what came to mind too? Um, we, we talk a lot about the, uh, the comic book feel of this movie. Um, yeah, uh, I thought I'd mention 
you know, comparison with the previous Punisher movie a little bit. Like we talked about the comparison between this movie and the Netflix show. Just real quick, uh, you know, comparison with the previous movie, the Thomas Jane Punisher movie. Um, like I said, I really did not enjoy that one. And there's a big reason why I, I support Punisher Warzone way more over that. I mean, there are a number of reasons, but a big one is like the setting and the feel of the movies. You know, um, I, I, I think a bit about um, our previous conversation about Batman. So we talked about Batman being really appealing, not only because of the Batman character, but because of the setting, you know, the, the Gotham City setting, the, the rogues gallery of villains. Like there's a whole feel to Batman, right? And it's it's all dark. You know, you think of Wayne Manor, Arkham Asylum. Like there's this dark, uh, eerie feel to it all, right? And I think the go that that goes similarly with the Punisher character, right? The Punisher character is um, he's like you when you think of the Punisher, you think of like the dark, dangerous alleyways of New York City, right? Where uh, danger lurks around every corner and no one can help you. Not even the police can help you. Um, there's one man who can though, that's the Punisher, right? Um, that's, what, that's what I think of. But with the, that Thomas Jane movie, I don't know what they were thinking, but it takes place largely in Florida, inexplicably. <laughs> and you know, where you, you want to see Punisher gunning down crooks in dark alleyways and stuff you get punisher like taking on bad guys who are wearing hawaiian shirts and bermuda shorts right it just doesn't feel right at all it's just like completely off base and and the tone is like completely wrong right uh so yeah i, I yeah i wanted to call that out for punisher warzone too that like the setting is it, it, that really nails like the comic book feel too, because that that's the Punisher I really know and love, you know, it's, it's the, it's the dark, dangerous New York city in Marvel comics, you know, that's where the Punisher belongs. And that that's really the Punisher we get in, in this movie. So I definitely dig that. Okay. So um, last thoughts, I think we can get to, to wrapping up. Any final thoughts on Punisher Warzone? I think, like, when you talked about Batman, I thought, oh, you know what? Like, uh, the Punisher series is definitely very grounded, very gritty. It's kind of like, you know, the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, kind of like that kind of Christopher Nolan Batman. Uh, Punisher Warzone is definitely much more over the top and campy. I'd say, like, it's almost like Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> closer to that yeah I think like so it's clear yeah it's like much closer to that <laughs> even like maybe lego batman <laughs> like like the much goofier side of the character good point and oh yeah you know real quick we we're talking about like some of the the negative points and some of us were kind of struggling with that because i feel like the the bad stuff in the movie kind of is the good stuff it's it's uh so bad it's good in in some ways um one differentiator i might call out though is that it's bad 
but it's almost like wink, wink, we know it's bad, kind of bad. <laughs> I think like the, the, that line you mentioned, Christian, at the very end, when that soap character is saying like, oh man, I got brain all, all over my clothes now, you know? It's, it's almost telling the audience like, yeah, we know, we know this is very ridiculous. Like we're in on it. Just let's just, let's just enjoy this crazy ride together kind of thing, right? Uh, so yeah, there is, there is that campy factor to it, no doubt. So Christian, who would win in a fight, Batman or Punisher? Uh, Batman. Uh, there actually is a comic where they fight um, I'm not sure who wins, uh, but when DC and Marvel kind of did their Amalgram comics, there was like a Batman Punisher crossover, which actually sure. sounds, it's, it sounds very fitting. Of course, now yeah. it's like extremely hard to find, mm -hmm. but there's like a, you know, there's a scene where like Punisher's going to about to like kill the Joker and Batman has to fight the Punisher so the Joker can get away because, you know. Batman doesn't kill and he doesn't want others to kill and the Punisher while they're very similar characters backstories that one idea uh, of acceptance of death and like killing is what drives him to fight I'm not sure who wins who, who wins that fight like I said because I haven't read the comic I just know that that one scene but I guess you know uh personally I would say Batman w wins because it sounds like that like um, punish or Daredevil season two kind of theme of like, like taking justice into your own hands, but at what limit? Like, there's Daredevil's version of like, um, fuck the police, but give them to the police. Whereas Punisher's like, right. fuck the police, and yeah, let's get rid of them. You yeah, know, forget the whole legal system entirely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a great scene in Warzone where it kind of addresses that, where the FBI character wants to take a criminal and, you know, book him, right? Oh, yeah. And the Punisher yeah. just blows his face off, right? <laughs> done with that. You know, no need for paperwork. <laughs> We're done here, right? So, again, kind of a Punisher geek out moment because we know that, like, that's the Punisher we love, you know? It's the guy who just doesn't want to deal with the bullshit he'll he'll kill someone before he has to like have to deal with like our crooked legal system right so love that okay so as we always do uh, our ratings right what would you rate punisher warzone out of five uh, how about perfurio you want to start here yeah, sure i give i i give it a three out of five yeah as much as I love or I really laughed at this movie and everything, it's a stupid movie. Like, <laughs> I probably, I hadn't seen it since it first came out, and I could probably wait a couple years again before I watch it again. But, so it's not like something I would recommend unless you have, like, nothing else to do and you want to just watch a movie kind of just for the laughs not even the action scenes just the laughs like i say three out of five got it uh, i'll go next uh, i'm gonna go four out of five uh, i do enjoy this movie a lot um you know i will stand by what i said before like that it's not a terribly responsible movie and i do agree what you guys are saying it's it's not even like a quote-unquote good movie <laughs> um 
but it's just oh man there's just something about this movie that is just a lot of fun you know it's just super entertaining um and and yeah like I, I i keep going back to the comic books like if you like me grew up reading punished comic books this really is the movie for you this this is the comic book adaptation of the punisher you know um and uh yeah a whole lot of fun the action's great and uh it's uh i would say a huge guilty pleasure definitely in that uh, guilty pleasure category for me how about you christian yeah guilty pleasure is definitely right um yeah like i've been thinking about about like a specific score i think because like the movie is so like wink wink nudge nudge like it's it can be hard for me to pin down um because my first like part of me thinking ah, maybe it's actually a two out of five maybe that like at the end of the day would i call this movie a good movie and eh, not really um like i'd almost give it like a 2.5 you know if we if we would do half but if we're not you know i'll go i'll go with two not good but a whole lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) got it all right good stuff with that we can wrap up the episode this is farewell from henry christian and perfirio